You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We have some great events to share with you. And one is music yes. um, right here in the St. Louis area. And uh, excited to share that with you today. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. This is, I, I almost feel kind of, I, I feel like Sarah should introduce this because this is just, <laughs> This you're a this is my thing. Of, yes, this is your thing. So I, I feel like I should I should let you introduce our guest. It's kind of special for you, isn't it? <laughs> it is. We get to talk with Dr. Charles Brown today. Although you're the one that wrote down his title, and I didn't in my show notes. Professor of Music and Director of Choral Activities. At Concordia University, Chicago, and director of the Capella, which is uh, part of the wonderful experience that I got to enjoy when I was at Concordia University, Chicago. So we get to talk about an upcoming concert that the Capella is presenting uh, during uh, music at St. Paul's, at St. Paul's de Pere. Thank you, Dr. Brown, for joining us today on the Coffee Hour. Oh, thank you for having me. It's just a joy to be back on the air with you again. So tell us about the musicians that make up the Capella Choir. Well, the students this year, well, I, should we go with the general uh, pre-zombie apocalypse or post-zombie apocalypse? Because, <laughs> um, well, actually, in general, uh, the students that are in the Capella, it's a mix of music majors and non-music majors. So you would get primarily our music majors are training to be music teachers and also students who are getting a general music degree, which would also uh, translate into director of parish music, but also just for a wide variety of musical experiences that would make them think for future um, musical pursuits in the, in the workforce. Um, but then there's also a, a nice size of students who are elementary ed, pre-SEM, DCE, uh, a whole variety of, of majors that we that we offer at Concordia. So the ensemble is open to all who show a love of singing. So, um, and there are even some people who show up to campus and go, I sing. And so <laughs> I give them a voice placement hearing and I hear, you've got, God gave you a voice, let's go. And so they find themselves really changed actually. And they are become some really fun members of the ensemble. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the upcoming concert this Sunday, March 7th at St. Paul's de Pere. Tell us about some of the selections uh, chosen for this concert. Oh, wow. Um, this year, unlike any other, we've had to design programs. I always like to program concerts with a theme in mind. And how do you encapsulate a year such as this? Hmm. So one thing I always gravitate towards is about Christ being the light that no darkness can overcome. And it's amazing how, and how many iterations that program can take shape. Um, particularly throughout the many phases of life that people are experiencing right now. Uh, exactly one year ago, I'm not exactly answering your question, but I have to give a little <laughs> bit of context. Um, the idea is that in due season is the title of the program. And so people are suffering on so many levels, whether it's just the main pandemic that we're facing 
or the secondary issues that are associated with it, whether it's fear, depression, anxiety, you name it, people are experiencing it and they're experiencing it at all levels of life. And so I'm thinking, how do you design a program that does that? I could use the blues analogy. You know, originally blues was designed that you sing it and afterwards you feel better. And so music has its own therapeutic qualities. And you could even see it when David was playing the harp for Saul. And so I was thinking about how all this music can, can do that. So um, the ensemble came back in the fall. Well, primarily, we had about 20 some students return this year with the Capella because we had that high flex situation. So we were doing some remote learning and we had ensembles, we're in person. And so um, not everybody was able to return to campus this year. And so, and a lot of people haven't sung since last March because <laughs> we were on tour near the end when the national emergency kicked in. And so we were sent home. So we prepared a program that was helping us actually rehabilitate because without singing for several months, we had to start from somewhere. <laughs> and, uh, and by the time we got to lessons and carols in December, it was really, you know, they were really starting to hit their stride. And so this semester, um, we've had to design our program that uh, focuses, on, like I said, in due season. So um, let me see if I can give you a couple of examples that... Um, we're featuring we're featuring some of the the stalwart pillars composers of Concordia. So Paul mm -hmm. Bowman, Richard Hillard, mm -hmm. and of course our ever beloved, recently sainted Carl Schalk. Mm -hmm. um, we're featuring uh, the four choruses from the Song of Solomon of his, and it's just quintessential Schalk writing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're uh, we're also programming or designing this program in seasons of life because all of us are different seasons, those who come to the concerts. We're gonna have probably toddlers in the concert audience as well as, as well as the elderly. And so all of us are grappling with this time in different ways. And so um, with the Songs of Solomon, you know, with Schalk, it's, I hear springtime. And so that makes me think of the resurrection. And so we also have, we can't help but after Schalk, we have Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and, and Sarah, I think you were in the capella when we performed this last. It was uh, the Katata Six, Blei bei uns, yes. den Abend werden. Oh, it's one and of my so, favorites. Yeah. We, we annually sing at, at Grace Church where we sing in the Katata series. And we were, were slated for the Easter season. But it just fits, you know, it's so all this is that what we sing about is always about the resurrection. And so and we get the opening sentences in the evening prayer, right? We stay with us, Lord, for this evening and the day is almost over. So that takes us to the Gospel of Luke. And so that fits any time of the year, not just Easter. Um, and so I could go on and on about Bach and how this this cantata itself even though it's Easter. So this is originally uh, composed at a time when it was Easter one and the Monday after Easter. And yet Bach programmatically has this music that kind of sounds like a downer. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> we should be in the middle of this Easter, Easter celebration. But then if we, if Bach really got it, he's in the place of the disciples right after the resurrection. Here's Jesus doing exactly what he said he was doing. And now they see him resurrected. Now the sun's going down. Now what? 
And Bach does this middle section. There are three motives where everybody's saying, Bly by uns, and there's this emphatic request of the disciples. But then the evening is advancing and the day is almost over. And Bach works all this way contrapuntally. That just sounds like one big thorny mess that, yeah, that's our lives right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the section that we're all in unison. And that's very rare for Bach mm -hmm. to sing something in unison that's actually saying, remain with us. And if I were to say that's the pretty much a due season, we're always asking for Jesus to remain with us so that we remain in him. And so that's pretty much far to sum up our program in a long-winded way. That would be it. <laughs> so much good music, so many good Lutheran composers, so many memories of all of these these composers and singing with the capella. Uh, what? Um, how has the last year um, brought about a different perspective of our ability and an opportunity to sing sacred music? Well, I think it definitely. Um, reinforces or emboldens our mission to say that, well, this is this time is definitely saying we're hurting, and how do we go? How do we deal with it? I never thought that I could actually be told that singing is dangerous, <laughs> and we're <laughs> we're following the science, and and you think about what we have to do for safety protocols. So the way in which we sing. Um, has, de has drastically been altered. We have to be, according to the Illinois guidelines, we have to be 10 feet apart, we have to be masked, we have to rehearse a half hour, take a 10 minute break and let the, let the space uh, mitigate so the air is you know, neutralized, um, or we just change locations every half hour. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's definitely been a, a slower process of, of changing the music. Um, but I hear the way in which the students sing it's, it's very, uh, there's a change in them. Um, they really desire to be together and, and singing about the resurrection because there is a vulnerability that everybody's feeling right now where they're just saying, okay, I have to behave this way. I have to do this. I have to do that. So, cause there are students who are just very careful because they might go home to uh, family members who are vulnerable. And so we have to be careful of that. And there are some people who don't feel any restriction whatsoever. And they're saying, let's go, let's sing without a mask. So we have to pull it all together. And, um, and so I know I'm not necessarily answering the question directly, Sarah, <laughs> but, um, but what hasn't, I mean, in some ways I'd say it hasn't changed that the mission is still singing about Jesus and what Jesus does. And so I'm hoping that that is clear when the audience listens on Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, there's so much that goes into this. So the concert, uh, <laughs> the Concordia University of Chicago Capella is singing this Sunday, March 7th, 4 p.m. at uh, St. Paul's de Pere. Is this part of a spring tour? Will you be visiting any other sites as well? Yes, uh, we're, it's not our typical 10 day tour. So we have mm -hmm. four days total. So um, St. Paul's de Pere on Sunday. And then the following day, Monday, we're going to be at Trinity at Altenburg at, at 7 p.m. And so those are our two concerts. We'll also be singing um, and doing a choral exchange with the uh, students in the choir at, at Saxony Lutheran hmm. in Cape, in, at, at the Cape. And then also um, we're going to be at Christ Our Rock in Centralia. Hmm. So 
we're so we're it's simple, but it's enough for us to. It almost feels like a fall tour itinerary <laughs> of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and our tour manager, Rachel Leininger, she is doing a yeoman's work of preparing not only our tour, but also the Wind Symphonies tour, because they're going to, to Wisconsin uh, for, their, for their trip. And so she goes with us for four days, then she has to get rapid tested. So she's cleared to go with the Wind Symphony for the second half of the spring break. And so uh, she's just been tireless in her efforts of getting both ensembles ready. You can find out more about the Concordia University Chicago Capella Concert at St. Paul's de Pair at stpaulsdepair.org slash music. There will be a link there to sign up as well to register for the event. stpaulsdepair.org slash music. Dr. Brown, thank you so much for sharing with us about this wonderful upcoming concert and uh, the great music of Capella at Concordia University Chicago. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.